God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble, James 4, 6. What is good? What does the Lord require of you but to walk humbly with your God, Micah 6, 8? When you humble yourselves before the Lord, He will exalt you, James 4, 10. And yet, we still bumble when it comes to being humble. Am I right? Well, welcome to the Point of Purity podcast, a weekly study filled to the brim with all the tools from Scripture you will ever need to build a lasting life of biblical purity. Each and every episode is designed to help you discover how to skillfully handle the Word of God as you choose to live in freedom. Well, I'm your host, Steve Etner, author, national speaker, and purity coach for the Pure Man Ministry. Welcome to episode 114 as we talk about bumbling in the humbling. In Psalm 25, verses 8 through 10, David writes these words, listen, good and upright is the Lord. Therefore, he instructs sinners in his ways. He guides the humble in what is right and teaches them his way. All the ways of the Lord are loving and faithful for those who keep the demands of his covenant, Psalm 25, verses 8 through 10. You know, I love the fact here that David tells us God instructs sinners in the way. I mean, think, think about that for a minute. Doesn't say he instructs only the righteous. Doesn't say he instructs just those who do good. No, he instructs sinners in the way. Well, <laughs> that would most definitely be me. And I have a sneaky suspicion that it's probably you too. Am I right? I mean, the fact is, it's every one of us, guys and gals who are guilty of a crime committed against a holy God. And what is that crime? For all of us, all of us have sinned. And all of us fall short of the glory of God, Romans 3.23. <clears throat> Surely there is not a righteous man on earth who does good and never sins, Ecclesiastes 7.20. You see, my friend, sin is the transgression of or, or, or it's disobedience to God's word, 1 John 3, 4. And the scriptures are clear that the wages, the paycheck, if you will, that we are due of our sin is nothing short of death, eternal separation from God, Romans six twenty three. Now, as you allow that truth to truly sink in, aren't you thankful that God in his amazing grace and his awesome mercy, he has chosen to instruct us in how to live for him in spite of the ways in which we have treated him in the past. Isn't it great that the almighty, all-sovereign, all-powerful creator of the universe has chosen to teach us and direct us, sinners, those who have repeatedly wronged him again and again and again, that he's chosen to show us in his word, his way of purity and truth. God is our teacher. Life is the classroom, and the Bible is our textbook. Psalm 119 verse 105 declares, God's word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Think about it. Every time, every time you open your Bible, every time you read God's Word, every time you hear the Word of God preached, you are being instructed in the way that God wants you to live. He is shining a light 
on your path, if you will. He is saying to you, hey, this is the way to purity. This is the way to joy. This is the way to peace and happiness and fulfillment. This is the way to satisfaction. This is the way. So walk in it. And every time, every time you choose not only to listen to what God says, but also to willfully walk in worship, humble obedience to your heavenly father, you are walking in his perfect light. Do you understand what that means? It means you will not lust. You will not look at pornography. You will not give in to self-gratification and masturbation. You will not have that affair. You will not sexually act out in a sinful way. You will not worship King Me. You will not sin. Proverbs 6.23 declares that the commandment is a lamp and the teaching a light and the reproofs of discipline are the way of life. Proverbs 6.23 Oh, my friend, never lose sight of the fact that it is God who lights my lamp. The Lord my God lightens my darkness, Psalm 18, 28. You see, God will instruct you on how to live. He will teach you how to make the right choices. He will show you how to be a man or a woman of integrity and purity and godliness. But you must choose to keep your way pure by guarding it according to God's word, Psalm 119, verse 9. God uses his word. God uses the Bible. God uses scripture to teach you. That is why in each and every episode of this podcast, you will always hear scripture. Every podcast, every episode is loaded to the brim with Bible verses. It's why I urge you over and over and over and over and over again to never deviate from daily, are you hearing me, daily reading scripture, daily hiding it in your heart. It is God's word that is perfect, reviving the soul. It is God's word that makes wise the simple. It's God's word that is right, rejoicing the heart. It is God's word that is pure, enlightening the eyes. It is when you not only read God's word, but actually do God's word, that there is great reward. Psalm 19, verses 7 through 11. Excuse me. Jesus clearly states in Mark 12, verse 24, is this not the reason you are wrong? Because you know neither the scriptures nor the power of God. Well, the title of this particular episode is simply Bumbling in the Humbling. In Psalm 25, verse 9, it tells us that God guides the humble in what is right and teaches them. Teaches who? Teaches the humble his way, Psalm 25, 9. You know, I toyed, you know, if, if you've been following our ministry, you know I've, I've written seven books so far. And I, I toyed around once about writing a book on humility. The problem is I couldn't settle on a title. I struggled between, in fact, let me share with you the two titles I wrestled with. The first one was Humility and How I Achieved It. And the other one was The Five Most Humble Men in the World and How I Met the Other Four. (laughs) Somehow, I just couldn't make it happen. Why? Because I keep bumbling in the humbling department. It's not about me and it's not about you. Now, let me clarify. I didn't actually think about writing that book. So those were definitely not titles I was considering. I I just trying to make a point. 
And if you've been following this podcast for any length of time, then you know that we've already talked a lot about humility. We've seen James 4, 6, how God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. We've discovered Micah 6, 8, what is good and what does the Lord require of us but to walk humbly with our God. We are still learning that when you humble yourselves before the Lord, he will exalt you, James 4.10. And yet, we still bumble when it comes to being humble. We struggle with humility because King Me refuses to give up the throne. God has promised. God, who does not lie, has promised to equip you with everything you need to live a life that honors him, 2 Peter 1.3. However, if real change is going to happen, the first thing that you and I need to do is stage a military-style spiritual coup. We need a change of governments. We need, we need a different spiritual leader sitting behind the big desk in the Oval Office of our heart. We need to choose daily. We need to choose sometimes moment by moment to remove the I from life. You see, when the I is in life, L-I-F-E, we are living independently from Elohim. L-I-F-E, living independently from Elohim. Elohim being the Old Testament name from God. When the I is in life, when King Me is sitting on the throne of my heart, I'm going to live separate from God. We need to choose to remove the I from life. Now, if you'd like more on that, then I encourage you to go to Amazon.com and look up my book, Removing the Eye from Life, The Dethroning of King Me. And if you can't remember the title, just, just go to Amazon.com and do a search for my name, Steve Etner, and it'll come up. But here's my point. This life is not about you, and it's definitely not about me. It never was, and it never will be. We need the... We need, I just want to make sure I'm, I'm speaking this correctly, we need, this is an absolute need, to dethrone the reigning king. We need to get King Me off the throne of our heart and let God sit in its place, his rightful place, Isaiah 42.8, Isaiah 48.11. You see, here's the thing. Whomever is reigning in your heart will be calling all of the shots in your life, Romans 6.16. Here's a fact. When King Me is on the throne, you will live for King Me. Did you catch that? Do I need to repeat that? When King Me is on the throne of your heart, you will live for King Me. Everything you think, everything you say, everything you do is going to be focused on, I want, I need, I deserve, I desire, I have to live, I can't live without, what's going to make me happy, what's going to make me satisfied, what's going to bring me pleasure, what's going to make me fulfilled, it's all about me. When King Me is on the throne of your heart, you will live for King Me. On the converse, the flip side, when God is reigning in your heart, He will rule in your life. Well, I praise God that as we learn humility, and it is something that we learn, it's a process, and as we grow in humility, Psalm 25, 9, He leads the humble in what is right. He teaches the humble His way. I think, I think David was learning that as he continued to Psalm 25, 1, lift up his soul to God, 
as he continued, Psalm 25, 2, to trust in God with all of his heart, as he continued to deny and die to himself, as he continued to surrender everything over to God. In other words, as he continued to grow in humility, humbling himself before God, he recognized that God was leading him. God was showing him, guiding him, teaching him in what was right. God was revealing to him how to consistently live in a way that was a way of integrity and uprightness and godliness and purity. There's a powerful worship song that we often sing in our church. I'm sure some of you have, have sung it in your church, or maybe you at least heard it sung. So you're probably familiar with it. No, I'm not, I'm not going to sing it for you. But the chorus says this of God, you are way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Oh, that just sends shivers down my spine as I think about it. I love this song. He is the way maker, the miracle worker, the promise keeper, the light in the darkness. He is my God. That is who he is. In Psalm 25, verses 8 and through 10, let me read it to you again. It declares good and upright is the Lord. Therefore, he instructs sinners. He teaches you and he teaches me his ways. He guides the humble in what is right and teaches the humble his way. All the ways of the Lord are loving and faithful for those who keep the demands of his covenant, Psalm 25, 8 through 10. Three times here in Psalm 25, the psalmist talks about God's way. David was very familiar with the command of Deuteronomy 28, 9 that says, keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his ways. I think David understood that he was to be very careful to observe the commandment and the law that Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded, to love the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, and to keep his commandments, and to cling to him, and to serve him with all of your heart and with all of your soul, Joshua 22, verse 5. I'm fairly certain David was familiar with the command of Genesis 18, verse 19, that says, keep the way of the Lord by doing righteousness and justice. I think that's why David prays in Psalm 25, verse 4, Make me know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. I wouldn't be surprised if David was also familiar with the words of Moses in Deuteronomy chapter 10, verses 12 through 13, which says, And now, Israel, and if I may add, and now, dear Christian friend, what does the Lord your God require of you but to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, to love him, to serve the Lord your God, not King me, to serve the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and to keep the commandments and statutes of the Lord, which I'm commanding you today for your good, Deuteronomy 10, verses 12 and 13. I think this is why David cried out in Psalm 86, 11, Teach me your way, O Lord, that I may walk in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name. In Psalm 16, verse 11, he declares to God, You, God, you make known to me the path of life. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Psalm 16, verse 11. It is vital 
to our purity. It is essential to our spiritual growth that we, 1 John 2, 6, walk in the same way in which he walked. The problem oftentimes is simply this. God's thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are not our ways. As the, as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are God's ways higher than our ways. God's thoughts higher than our thoughts, Isaiah 55, 8 through 9. So if we're going to walk in the way of righteousness, if we're going to walk in the paths of justice, Proverbs 8, 20, we must choose daily, we must choose moment by moment to cry out to the Lord the words of Exodus thirty three thirteen. Please show me now your ways that I may know you in order to find favor in your sight, Exodus thirty three thirteen. Teach me your way, O Lord. Lead me on a level path because of my enemies, Psalm 27, verse 11. Well, before you end this episode, before you stop listening and move on to other things today, let me urge you, let me encourage you to invest a few moments right here, right now. Just talk with God. Thank Him for His amazing grace and His unfathomable love for you. And then let me encourage you, find someone to talk to and tell them about God's amazing love. Now, we're going to hit the pause button here until next week's episode. I look forward to continuing this study with you. But if you'd like to learn more about today's study, or if you're interested in learning more about the Pure Man Ministry and what we do and how we help men and women across the globe in their walk for purity, then be sure to visit our website and see the multitude of resources that we've made available to you. You can find our website at The Purity Coach. Again, that's The Purity Coach, all one word, thepuritycoach.com. In fact, let me take just a moment. Let me give you a quick synopsis, a quick glimpse into our ministry. You see, we do a whole lot more here at The Pure Man Ministry than just producing a weekly podcast. We have a free app. The app is entitled My Purity Coach. So you can go to your favorite app store and do a search for My Purity Coach and download this free app to your smart device. Why would you want to do that? Well, this app is chocked full of powerful tools to help you in your pursuit of purity. There are tons of scripture verses. There's audio lessons, video lessons, all taken from scripture. You can listen to this podcast on the app. You can even watch the globally acclaimed video series, The Chosen, from this app. The app is entitled My Purity Coach. And if you're a subscriber to this podcast or you've been listening to my episodes, then you've heard me talk frequently about the Point of Purity program. It's a 12-week, one-on-one, Bible-centered coaching program with the purpose of taking you as an individual, you and me, just the two of us, meeting together for an hour a week for 12 weeks, going deep into Scripture learning how to develop a lifelong strategic plan for sexual purity. I've also talked on this podcast often about the various books I've written. In fact, I mentioned just a few moments ago the, the books that I've written. You, you can see them on my website, thepuritycoach.com, or you can go to amazon.com and do a search for Steve Etner, and you can see all the books that I've written. Now listen, as a faith-based donor-supported ministry, that's what we are, a faith-based donor-supported ministry, everything that we offer, and I didn't even tell you half of it, everything that we offer and so much more is only made possible 
by our team of ministry partners who give financially to this ministry. You're giving to this ministry not just to support us financially, but oftentimes we use your gifts to provide scholarships to those who cannot afford to to be a part of of the 12-week program. So without compromise, and you need to understand this, without compromise, we show men and women how to have a continuous relationship with Jesus Christ, a relationship that is real, a relationship that is personal based off the truth of God's word. But to that end, we do need an ongoing financial assistance from our partners. We need people coming alongside of us who are committed to providing the hope and and help that men and women across the globe need as they fight this personal battle against the beast of sexual impurity. We need people who come alongside of us and say, we're going to give a monthly donation to your ministry to help you provide the scholarships necessary for for you to equip and train men and women in how to live in purity and godliness and integrity as they learn how to study the scriptures and apply God's word to their lives. So if you would like to partner with us in this ministry to give your tax-deductible gift to the Pure Men Ministry, just simply go to our website, thepuritycoach.com. And up in the upper right corner of the website and the upper right part of the menu bar, there's a donate button. You can click on that button and fill out the information and give your tax-deductible donation to the ministry today. And thank you so much for partnering with us. If you haven't yet subscribed to this podcast, oh, let me encourage you, do so today. We've got a lot of exciting episodes coming up, and I don't want you to miss any of them. So until next time, this is author, speaker, and purity coach Steve Etner reminding you that if you are going to glorify God in your everyday living, He must first be glorified in your every moment thinking. Thinking.